This is the Comedy Kiosk podcast by Monday and Munoz. Please welcome Monday and Munoz. Hello and welcome to the Comedy Kiosk. And before the Punchline Comedy Podcast, the crossover of the century. Crossover episode. Whoop, whoop. We're doing it as the hosts of two out of three comedy podcasts that come from Russia and currently touring some small cities, well, fairly small cities around Russia together, we decided to make a crossover episode. Yeah, recording uh, with our phones, so pardon the quality of the sound. Yeah, but still, you know, very professional. on our phones in a very tiny kitchen in a rented Airbnb in Yaroslavl. Well, let's spell that out so you can Google it. Yaroslavl. You know what? Don't bother. Uh, it's probably not on Google even. It's like one of those, you know, actually, you know how in Russia, well, you know, obviously, but I didn't know how some places, how some cities had no names. Yep. Because they were just a number because there were some military bases and yeah, stuff. And yeah. you're like, before, where do you live? I cannot tell you, but I live there. It's and the same as uh, the streets in Zelenograd. Like if you go there, uh, and you know, like like in Moscow, we have like uh, Tverskaya Street, yeah, or Novoslobodskaya Street. In Zelenograd, it's like B14, B78, or something like that. Oh, just named after shots. B52. Yeah, yeah. White Russian. Um, right, so my name is Igor Monday, the host of the Comedy Kiosk, together with David Munoz, who was supposed to be here as well, but sadly got sick at the last moment. So we are doing this podcast, this episode without him and and Kirill Voronin, the, one of the hosts, the host, I mean, of Before the Punchline Comedy Podcast, usually joined by uh, guests, English comedians uh, who live in Moscow and perform here from time to time uh, or on a regular basis. Yeah, so that's what we're doing right now. Yeah, what we're doing is a crossover episode in which we will do a mix, I think, of two of our podcasts and then they will be both available on both of our platforms. So... Our podcasts started around the same time, right? Yeah. I think maybe a month difference. So our first episode, we published January 2021, but we recorded it several times unsuccessfully. I think we started recording it. First version we recorded was in summer 2020. Then it was pretty bad sound. Then we tried to do it with video. Then we recorded and so on. And we started publishing the episodes actually January 2021. Uh, what was your... Mine was... Uh, the first episode I recorded was September 2020. And then October was not regular, I think. I kind of skipped a week or two. And November was like weekly. I upload would upload an episode every single week. Yeah, so I guess three months uh, difference, difference or something yeah. like that. So on all these platforms where you can find podcasts, to my knowledge, I have to admit I haven't done research, but to my knowledge, there are three podcasts in English about stand-up and about comedy that come from Russia and we are two out of three so the majority uh, <laughs> here on this on this episode on this podcast so since we kind of talk about the same thing but I think we talk about the same thing from quite a different perspective so what we do on the comedy kiosk right we have two regular hosts myself and David Minos from Australia both expats who live in Moscow and perform in English and we talk mostly, I would say, about our... Well, that's the premise. That's how we usually introduce the, the episode. This is the Comedy Kiosk a podcast on which we talk about news, opinions, and ideas. That's kind of... We try to cover, you know, the everything that's happening in comedy, but through, through our prism, through our... Not prism, just because we're in Russia doesn't mean we're in prison. Perspective. Perspective. Say perspective. Prism, <laughs> right? So, and yours is a bit different. Yeah, mine is a bit different because I originally started that. The, the idea was to expose English comedy in Moscow to more people, not only in Moscow, but abroad, if anyone would ever listen to that. And uh, uh, my idea was I didn't want to do it in the format of a podcast. I wanted to do it in the format of an interview. So my goal was to invite as many English speaking comedians who live and perform in Moscow as possible and to open them up first as comedians, their background, and then to talk about English comedy and comedy in general. Uh, later, I started doing something different because I have like a regular co-host, Abed Oasi, yeah? and uh, we from time to time, well, not from time to time, pretty often we get together 
and we just pick one topic and we chew it up, you know, like in detail, as much detail as possible. That's why, I mean, our podcasts are usually like 90 to two hours uh, long, you know. So This is because I did one of your podcasts. I was a guest on your podcast and, you know, I didn't feel like so much time passed because it was just a conversation, right? Yep. Like we didn't, again, on the comedy kiosk. We usually, we take a topic and then we like deconstruct it. Like, let's say our recent topic was, I don't know, censorship in comedy. Should you go to prison for a joke? And then we like dissected it, gave our opinions, gave some examples and stuff like this. But your podcast is more like a conversation. So we just had a conversation. You asked some questions. I told you about my like uh, experience with starting in comedy and all this kind of stuff. And then we, we finished. And once you published the episode, it was almost two hours i think like one hour 42 something something like, this. like that yeah. and i was like wow that's a lot of time to be like just talking you know like just yada 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 uh because what happens when david and i and i think this then this episode will i think it's some kind of you know behind the scenes of podcasting because like i i'm ready to reveal some of our processes that are happening so when we record david and i david is a person that can just he can talk forever and uh, we joke about this on the podcast as well. Like, you know, when we give him, okay, do a five-minute set, we know it's a 45-minute set. So, like, you know, David can't stop talking. So, uh, and David, you're not here, so it's your own fault. I'm, like, trash-talking. I will be bashing you for the next, like, okay. God yes, knows I'm how many sorry. minutes. Sorry, you, you got sick. That's your, that's your own goddamn fault. Yeah, so basically, uh, when we're recording, when I see that we've hit, like, minute 30, 35, I'm, like, wrap it up. I start showing him like that story should not be seven minutes long, you know. And even when I edit, because I do the post production editing on our podcast, I cut a lot of my stuff as well. More, I would say a bit more of David's, but I cut a lot of stuff as well. So if we record like 50 minutes, I can cut it down to like 40, 40 something. So it's that kind of process where we just speak, speak, speak. Then I see that we're hitting like 35, 40 minutes. And I'm like, okay, we need to finish. ASAP because this is going on forever to me it's like it feels like forever but then like yeah when I was on your, on your podcast we did it almost two hours and it felt like 10 minutes we just chatting yeah exactly because uh, I was thinking of editing uh, at first but then I got the inspiration from like the likes of Joe Rogan podcast for example yeah the, the most popular podcast not only about comedy but about everything and I just basically enjoy the long conversations in English, you know, that's that's what I got all of this interest in, uh, you know, because it's like, oh, two hours in English with great pronunciation, great language. Yeah, give me more. And that was my idea because I was like, should be in, in my perspective, I like it more when it's raw. You know, you can see the emotions of a person mm -hmm. and uh, you can basically, it's like a person is sitting next to you or, and you're overhearing this conversation, you can hear it in full, you know, so no little detail uh, can escape you. Sometimes it can drag, yeah. For example, like when Abed and I, when we do a podcast, you know, I'm like, okay, so here's the topic, yeah. Uh, like we begin three minutes introduction, and then for the next 20 minutes, we're discussing how Russian grannies are conquering the world right now, you know. So it's like, <laughs> it's an entertaining aspect. At first, I was like, maybe it shouldn't be like that, but then I embraced it, you know. People find it entertaining, and I find it entertaining too. So, yeah, I mean, in addition to being on your podcast, I've listened to numerous episodes and especially when it's you and Abed, who is, I would say, an irregular, regular co-host since yep. you've been on majority of like, well, not majority, but like if you don't have a person you're interviewing, then you have Abed to just talk to, right? Like a discussion. And I would say like when you have a guest, then there is some structure. There are some questions you're asking when you have Abed, it's just two friends banter chaos which, yes. is, which is sometimes also very entertaining entertaining and not only entertaining i would say insightful because the way you talk about stuff and so on it's also from a perspective of english comedians in moscow with specific experience coming from specific countries and so on so it's also quite insightful but it's in that kind of you know two friends bantering kind of way which there are also like many podcasts and many kind of shows with this kind of format it's uh it's a uh, quite entertaining and interesting format uh what what we do at least what kind of our original idea was is that it would be more i wouldn't say edited 
or like you know but okay why we started editing why i started editing our podcast and uh, editing let's say heavily was because we started on quite uh i wouldn't say cheap but uh, unprofessional equipment and setup so i basically borrowed from a friend i borrowed the yeti podcast mic blue, uh, blue yeti yeah 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 uh-huh. so, uh, usb mic usb mic yeah. yeah and it has this option of recording dual speakers so it has like double capsule for two speakers so i would just set it on two speakers and we speak but then i realized almost right after first episode or first two or something that volumes are different our manner of speech is different so my voice is more monotone david's voice jumps around uh in frequencies and stuff and i had to edit because otherwise if i just don't just do no like post-production mastering and stuff it's just hard to listen to then when i started editing the the sound itself i was like oh my god did we really spend five minutes talking about this i better cut this shit out so it just i just started like editing it in a sense that here we just talked about nothing here we just uh, 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 uh a lot and this kind of stuff and i started editing it so it would fit something between 40 and 50 minute like length of an of an episode so this is but i do i would say admire that's the right word i admire the way you do it and especially again when it's you and Abed, because it does have that kind of two friends mm-hmm. chatting kind of vibe while ours is more like a you know like a news report two anchors hello and welcome to the today's news Da-da-da-da-da. this kind of stuff uh which i think is good that they're different it's yeah i agree because uh when you listen to our episodes with Abed, it's basically like like you said two friends bantering yeah and uh, like at, at the beginning we usually banter then we go into the discussion of the topic that we have chosen uh for the episode and then jump into the, the smallest details of the topic but at the same time i can see why you're editing your episodes yeah because it's a different it's a little bit different format like it's very appealing and it's very attractive for people to listen to two friends banter you know especially when you know who these people are you're like okay what do these guys are gonna pull out this time around you know and stuff like that but one of the other reasons why i very rarely edit anything i think that the only the only time i actually edited something was when i recorded a solo episode about my experience with stealing jokes and i just re-recorded it because i had like 30 minutes and uh, i was like this is shit you know i need to have it structured because it was pretty emotional for me episode you know to go through all that over again and i was like okay key points you know pinpoint what you want to talk about in chronological order and then i re-recorded it but i also wanted to for a very long time i've wanted to get a job on the radio and uh, for me this helps me improve my speech you know so there wouldn't be any uh 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 so and it improves my speaking skills as well you know how quickly can i react on mm. point what with what i can say with what i want to say you know and so on and so forth and of course no dead air you can't have dead air you know and i want to have it this is basically shows me my progress, you know, how good or bad am I evolving as a podcast host and as a potential radio host. Hey, Capital FM, if you're listening, I'm all up for a job offer. Give <laughs> me up on Twitter at yeah. whatever your Twitter at handle is. Dumb and Dandy. <laughs> dumb and Dandy, don't change that. It's, if someone has to hit up Dumb and Dandy, they're like, yeah, you know what, we'll find someone else. That's actually a very good point because I feel like the more episodes we do, We've done about 20 episodes of our podcast that we're, especially when we do it regularly, because sadly, we don't always have this opportunity because of our schedule and other stuff. When we do it regularly, I legit see this improvement and how better we get at just speaking, just not making pauses, not making this like kind of using these filler words and stuff like this, making uh, 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 noises constantly and so on, which I think is a great practice for us as kind of professional speakers as well, because... I see people who do stand-up, but they can't get rid of all of those things that we just talked about. Oh my God, so, you, you know, you know, you no, know. Uh, uh, <laughs> anyway, anyhow, anyway, yeah. So it's, it, I think it's a great practice and uh, it helps us both in podcasting, but also on live performances, because you just get that habit of not using those words and not being silent for two, five, ten seconds. But as you mentioned now that, one of your dreams is working on the radio and stuff. I actually wanted to ask since, I mean, I know 
firsthand, not firsthand, I had no input in that, but I know it's we really like colleagues and friends and whatever. I mean, you have a job, you have a wife, you have a baby, you have, you perform like comedy. And at one point you were just like, okay, I'll now spend more of my time and money on another hobby, yeah. which is podcast in English about stand up in English, in Russia. Like why? I mean, I've had that uh, idea for a very long time. I think I, I didn't approach to you a couple of times in the past, like four years, because in the conversation when after the show would be sitting in the bar drinking, bantering, and I would be like, oh, man, I really want to do a podcast. So I had that idea. I never had the finances to fulfill this idea. And I'm a little bit obsessed. You know, I have this obsession that whenever I do something, I really want to do it good. And in my head, okay, podcasting, what are the two main factors in podcasting? The topics and structure and the sound quality. That was tech, from the technical standpoint, that is probably the most important factor there. And that's why I knew that I needed to get a lot of equipment. I needed to get the microphones. I needed to get the sound card. Um, needed to go to Yaroslav and record on two phones. Yeah, on two phones, basically. I wanted to, to take my podcast deck, but I was like, nah, I'm, I'd have to take a bag, an extra bag. With In me. all fairness, you did bring two lavalier mics. Which were shit. <laughs> turned out to be shit, but I mean, you had them as opposed to me, who I was like, let's record on the headphones. Yeah. And so I, uh, at the time I wanted to, I was searching for uh, the equipment and I uh, ended up buying uh, the sound uh, card it was called Evo, uh, Evolve, Evo Evolve 4, I think it's called. Yeah. Then I bought uh, two microphones. Uh, the first one is Shure SM7B. And if you know anything about radio broadcasting, you know that this is like the go-to microphone. And uh, I bought it actually, like officially it costs 35,000 rubles in uh, uh, Moscow. I bought it for 25K. I found some guys who, who go to Australia from time to time. They buy all of this equipment, they come to Moscow and then they resell it for lower Fun. prices. Pirates? Yep, exactly. And I got the uh, Australian Shura SM7B as well as the Australian Rode Broadcaster, which is another microphone they use in voiceover, voiceovers, radio uh, hosting and so on and so forth. And yeah, uh, and the year prior to that, I built a very powerful PC. So all the factors were there. Of course, there are some details like uh, also buying uh, additional mic arms, you know, so it would be very comfortable for you and uh, your guest to speak into the microphones. And yeah, that's the technical standpoint. I get, I get, I get very nerdy into this. Thing, this, is, you know? this is interesting because I remember when I came to, to your place to record your podcast and that was maybe episode like five or something. Yeah, it was a very early one. Yeah, and you already had most of that equipment, even though you improved on that since then, like a lot, but still I came there and, and we had maybe two episodes out or something like this, because we were even like uh, younger in terms of our experience and stuff. And those two episodes, as I said, first episode, before we published it, we recorded four times in different places, in different. So fourth time we recorded it, but the episode that we finally published, we were so tired of talking about the same topic, but we were like, we're <laughs> gonna do it because we set it and we planned it and we wrote a little script and everything. But we recorded it on my friends, like Yeti Mike with kind of in a room uh, at my flat that's very echoey and so on. And I, once I finished editing it and published it, I was like, wow, it turned out amazing. After all those failed attempts and like echo and us distortion and stuff, this is amazing. Like, wow, we're going to do miracles with this one microphone in this podcast, you know? Then I come to yours and you have this like whole, I felt like on the radio, like you have this whole equipment and stuff and I'm like, shit, like this man is doing it properly, you know, because and then the, the problem was, first of all, we had this, this mic and it was standing on the table. And when we were talking, we would like hit the table or move. I have very squeaky chairs, like old Soviet squeaky chairs in my place. There was so much noise. And I was like, okay, I need to do something about that. Then we invested in like a boom arm to put it like in the air. Then finally, uh, we bought a mic, then we bought a second mic. Now we have a two mic setup, two boom arms, two mic setup. Each person has their own mic, uh, which is a condenser mic and so on. So we are slowly trying to get there as well, but I'm fucking envious of the, I mean, that's because uh, I guess it's, it's just a yeah, different approach 
Because as you said, you're like a geek when it comes to actual like tech and gadgets and stuff like this. So, and for us, it's just both for me and for David. I think it's just like give me give me a chance to speak. Yeah, and that's it. Like you know, record me on the phone, but give me a chance to speak. Because yeah. uh, uh, with me, it's also like this. Where this obsession comes from? Because uh, I listen to plenty of podcasts which are done by amateurs. I mean, people who don't really want to invest, but they have something interesting to talk about. Like there is a one scientific podcast, which is done by two Russian guys. Yeah, in Russian, of course. But they have such shitty equipment, you know? Like for me, my ear turns into a fucking tube every yeah. single time I listen. And I'm like, but I want to listen because the information is very interesting and useful. And that is where it all comes from, you know, I was thinking like, fuck, I need a boom arm because uh, whenever you hit the microphone, it's all reflecting in the uh, recording, you know, and a couple of couple of pieces of advice I can give right now, since we're like showing the, uh, you know, the background of all this behind the scenes stuff. Whenever, if you decide to do a podcast, pick a dynamic microphone. Dynamic microphone like Shure SM7B, for example, or Rode, Bro uh, Rode Broadcaster or Rode Podcaster. Why? Because they are uh, directional microphones, so to speak, and they catch the sound only basically by the straight line, you know, so it will catch only the sound which is in front of the microphone itself. So your voice, essentially and it will not catch all the surrounding sounds. I mean, you can do that as well, but make sure that your room is very well isolated, like with phone stuff, you know, soundproof stuff, and so on and so forth. The boom arms, I'd also recommend them because, you know, when you have all of this, you know, like, a uh, very typical usual mic stand, you know, that you put on the table and it's like a straight metal plate, yeah? And you attach the microphone to it. You might hit it, you might hit the table and it's all reflected in the microphone. The vibration goes into the recording as well. Yeah. Uh, so that's why better buy this. Been there, done that. Yeah. Like one of those field attempts of our first episode, there were so, like literally, we're speaking and you like, you know, I understand that sometimes I used to follow and i was like super into very kind of underground demo hip-hop like literally demo it's just like dudes recording in their rooms right and mostly it didn't matter the quality of like the production the instrumentals the the voice recording and stuff if it's a good song like if the lyrics are good if the flow is good and stuff that matter in like rap right and the beats but, are good but well. sometimes when the sound is just hard to listen to even if the song is good, you can't enjoy it. So I think always in a podcast or any kind of recording, there should be like a minimum like quality, right? Uh, standard for that. But then I think since we said, so that's why we didn't publish some of those first attempts because there was just not even a minimum. We're talking and you can constantly hear like boom, 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 boom. Like it's very distracting. It was very, it didn't sound right. So we were like, okay, let's re-record. Second one. Echo. We recorded actually in the club, to the show comedy club that we have here in Moscow. We were like, okay, it would be cool if we have a podcast like from the club or something like that, because I don't want to do it at my home. David didn't want to do it at his home. Let's do it. We have a club. Why not there? Oh my God, the echo. Like even if we turn off all the sources of sounds, which is uh, ventilation, Wi-Fi, different gadgets and stuff that exist at any venue, the echo when it's an empty room we have a 50 people club which is not that big but when it's an empty room and you just uh in one corner of it the echo is crazy like it just sounds like you're somewhere on mount everest basically <laughs> it was just impossible to clean out clean this audio and stuff so actually now with what we have i would say i'm mostly satisfied we're still trying to like polish out the, the audio quality but we're doing our best you know, we're people on budget. We have better things to spend money on. David has a wife. I have, well, not much. I don't have. I don't have much going on. You have your subscriptions to particular websites. Yes, I do like them gardening websites. Thank you for mentioning that. I like gardening. I like weeds. I like not that kind of weeds. And uh, mom, I know you're a regular listener to this podcast. I. Uh, like gardening uh, but yeah i spend my money elsewhere but of course 
hopefully the, the the idea behind our podcast i think is that you know we kind of had this idea that russians would listen to us because we are two expats who live in russia russians who are into stand up who are into comedy obviously but also not not just because i mean it's not like doing your set in a club where you have the exposure of 50 people that came to the club it's uh, it's on the internet anything that's on the internet is global and we really hope that it would pick up and become global and in the last few months what we've noticed is that weirdly we have listeners still mostly from russia second is the us very particular states texas florida and california so if you're in one of those states thank you and weirdly small numbers from other countries such as the uk fair enough australia david's australian he probably has some french relatives back home that listen to it some places like sweden and so on and then we for one week had something like 15 listeners from france one week and never again so i don't know what happened there french people i don't know took an english class for that one week and they were like let's see what's available in english on the internet i don't know what happened there but yeah the idea was to just make content good enough to cover for the lack of audio quality and that's kind of good enough for us at this point i would say but of course it would be amazing if we could have crystal clear crisp beautiful audio and again that's what i'm jealous of when i listen to your podcast cuz your sounds like a proper radio show like if i turn on the radio in a car and your podcast would be on i'd be like yeah that's how it sounds cuz uh, yeah i agree with that speaking of lo- locations uh, where they listen to the podcast yeah i have the same like the same list of countries in the same order actually i mean i also have colombia but that's probably because after a ser- episode uh, i did with sergio like his entire family <laughs> listens to every single episode hoping for him to be there again he will be i promise that because we have plenty of things to discuss uh, more that's because, actually uh, interesting because so you have guests all around the world our comics our residents that we have at the club and so on so you have guests you have you've had guests from india canada us colombia i've had a guest and this is the episode that doesn't get a lot of love i had a guest with an american comedian who lives in america he approached me he oh yeah texted me. A, yeah he texted me on facebook sean wickens is his name he texted me he was like hey i listened to your show and uh, i would like to be a guest there. and i was like fuck an american comedian let's do that and uh, we did the episode and the guy is actually pretty interesting because he came from improv to stand up and he has like a kind of improv stand up show as well and yeah it was very interesting i, I i'm actually pretty proud of that cuz that was for me a very interesting experience but um, i just realized when you were saying that that we're being absolute dicks because we were like oh david is not here so let's just do this without him and i realized things like zoom exist and we could have like phoned him and be like david do you want to be a part of this podcast still never mind the illness and stuff you're still our friend we still love you be on this podcast we're like no you're not here <laughs> you didn't bring a phone you don't get a you don't get a say yeah exactly uh but you also mentioned like recording at the club yeah you had the option that's what i do from time to time actually Cuz I uh I think I asked Oleg about this. Uh hey, can I come to the club on Saturdays or or Sundays before the shows? Uh sit down there and record. He was like, "Yeah, sure." And uh, for me the biggest problem was not even the echo. For me the biggest problem there was the fan because mm-hmm. it, yeah. even if you have a dynamic microphone, it catches the sound of that fan so much. Like it was a pain in the ass to edit it out. and the echo problem i actually solved by being a freaking nerd is spending about 50k 45 if i'm not mistaken on a podcast deck because there are two companies uh, on the market on the audio market which produce very good audio equipment rode is one of them and the other one is zoom and both of them have these podcast decks uh, like rode uh, Procaster Pro if I'm not mistaken yeah it's called and the Zoom one I don't remember the name I bought the Caster Pro for two reasons first of all it's uh, I can take it anywhere I want to you know uh, for to the club for example second of all it works perfectly with Rode microphones that I have you know for, mm-hmm. that I use for the recording it has like uh, samples uh, for the microphones uh, thirdly the effects The, like you know those radio like effects with a little bit of echo yeah, yeah that yeah. one 
you set it up before the recording and you don't need to do any post-production whatsoever. It's on the recording. And the fifth one, which, uh, I w- which listeners will hear uh, when I publish the last episode we've done with Abed, we did with Abed, uh, it's uh, like the sound effects. Like you could program uh, the six... Um, buttons there basically you could program them to for different sounds like mp3 you know just upload it uh, through your pc and that's it that's what let me let me get i'll 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 just do my best to try to guess which six samples you've used there is a work 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 wow there is this there is there is a padumps yeah of course classic there is a ha 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 like a big laughter applause applause Applause. breaks all right yeah there's that one classic there might be something like or just something when it's like ding. There is actually the creepy sound like okay. And what I would put there, if you haven't put it there, is the air horn. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But I was thinking about because I thought that you could only put the very short, you know, sound of audio files onto those buttons, you know. But it turns out that you can put their like files. Doesn't matter how long they are. I think like ten minutes. And I am going to implement that into the future episodes when we are going to discuss some topics, you know. For example, if I want to discuss something that a comedian said, you know, or some person said, yeah. Or uh, I want to talk about something that was mentioned on the news, yeah. And I will mention that, I will play this recording and it will be in the recording of the Mm -hmm. podcast. And I'm like, let's discuss it so that the... The listeners could hear that and that we could hear that and discuss that as well. So That's actually a very good book because when you said that it can be any length of uh, audio file, my first idea was what you could put is different background, let's say, instrumentals. You know how in the movies when there is, especially not like in the movies, but in like telenovelas and this kind of stuff, when there is some funny scene, there is some like chirpy light music, but then when the, the tensions start and you know, there is like yeah. some suspenseful music and this kind of stuff. So you like start your interview like, hey, how are you? Tell us a bit more about yourself. And there is some chirpy music playing. And then you go like, okay, now tell me, why did you leave your wife? And you just switch to the suspenseful music. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So that opens up a lot of uh, opportunities to make it even more entertaining and educational. Yeah, so that's what I, but again, I'm crazy. And I know that probably uh, I could have spent money on something like more important or more useful. But like my wife tells me, if this keeps you sane and if this keeps you happy, most importantly, that's the only reason that you need. That's all the reasoning that you need to do that, uh, to buy that, you know. That's that's exactly what my wife said as well. So I guess doesn't really keep me sane, does it? But yeah, as you mentioned that you approached me, you said mm-hmm. some years ago about the podcast and stuff. It's also funny how we got here that we have, let's say, three regular podcasts in English now in, in Russia and two of them fairly young, ran by like you and two of us, because there were attempts. I remember there were numerous attempts actually of starting something similar. My first attempt at the podcast was with Arun. So we wanted to do like the same kind of comedy podcast where two of us would co-host, talk about some stuff and then invite some people. Like first part, we would talk by ourselves and then bring out our something like a late show, but in a podcast format, right? We recorded one episode, maybe 20 minutes in my room. It was horrible, dropped it. Then there was an idea by a couple of people that worked actually at Capital FM and stuff that were experienced radio DJs and hosts because they, in addition to the stuff they talked on the radio, which is basically a script, you get a script, you talk about it, there's a show, there's a format. They wanted to do something more for themselves, something more creative and artsy. So they started this uh, uh, podcast where they wanted to talk about basically expats in Russia. That was the topic of the podcast. And we did a demo recording for that as well with, I think, five people around like one microphone. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And it was just basically since four of four out of five were comics and we just came back from a European tour. We just talked about the tour and stuff and then it ended up being, and again, a comedy podcast and not even about Russia, but about touring. It also got scraped. Then my good friend Gleb, comic that used to live here with us in Moscow and we went on tour together as a two-man show. 
I remember we had a similar mic to the ones you brought today, but it worked. And uh, we recorded an episode of a podcast because the idea was every new city we go to, we sit down for 20, 30 minutes and we talk about the city, like what is our impression about the city in general and then about the comedy scene in this city. So the host, the venue, the audience and stuff, and to compare various European cities where English comedy exists and what you can expect, like what you can charge for the show, who you can expect to show up on that show, what will be the level of English, what will be the this kind of stuff. We recorded again one episode, and I've I'm yet to hear that recording. I heard like snippets <laughs> of it, like actually after we recorded, I listened to it, but I'm yet to like own that recording. I I, I never received that audio. That will uh, be like a national treasure, you know. <laughs> I think if if one of us ever becomes successful and famous, which is probably him because he's a multi-talented genius and I'm just recording on two phones in Yaroslavl. So if it ever, uh, if one of us ever becomes like famous or successful or something and someone finds that audio recording we did in Berlin while drinking on a bench, that's probably going to be like national treasure. Nicolas Cage <laughs> is going to be like, we're going to steal the podcast from Berlin. <laughs> so yeah. And yeah, and uh, there were, there were many attempts actually now that I think back there were over the years many attempts for some kind of comedians doing a podcast talking about comedy their life uh, being expats whatever in russia in moscow and so on and now we have three basically three basically two good ones we have two good ones (laughs) we have the comedy kiosk and we have before the punchline and i think it's it's amazing that something like this even exists you know, uh, we were talking, David and I were talking on one of our previous episodes uh, and we were talking about some kind of legends of comedy. We were talking about uh, recently deceased uh, Norm Macdonald and Sean Locke and just some legends like George Carlin and Richard Pryor and so on. And I was thinking it's just two dudes who love stand-up, who love comedy, who are doing this as their hobby, as their semi-profession or something like this. And we're investing, you know, our time, our money, our energy and so on. To, to discuss things like this. And if in 20, 30, 100 years, someone's going to have a podcast somewhere in the Philippines, you know, like one, I don't know, German and one Argentinian guy sitting in the Philippines having a podcast about Igor Monday, I'll be like, my job here is done. You know, mm-hmm. like that's the that's the level I want to reach, that people discuss me on their podcast. I had uh, this uh, moment, uh, this eye-opening moment, because... Uh, so far, up until very recently, I had been doing this podcast just for myself, basically. Of course, you get obsessed with the numbers. You want your podcast to get more listeners. Let's be honest. Yeah, you want to. And uh, But but still, for Wait, me... I never check the numbers to listeners. I never <laughs> check the numbers. I don't wake up in the morning and the first thing I open is the podcast dashboard to listeners. Mom and so, sister. <laughs> how dare you, my sister doesn't speak English. <laughs> It could be it could be mom twice, you know. She just likes to. I never call her, so this is the only way she can hear me talk. She just replay, replay, replay. She she, she puts on the recording and goes to sleep in peace, you know. She like sometimes she's like, can you answer the question in your podcast? Like, how are you? How's your day? Have you eaten today? Is it warm? You know, just kind of can you squeeze it into the conversation just so I know you're safe? I'm like, mom, stop calling. <laughs> exactly, and. Uh, Yeah, so where I was going with that is uh, uh, after we recorded the storytelling uh, episode where we discussed how to write a story for a storytelling show, Abed showed me a couple of weeks later a text that he got from a comedian. You know this guy because he performed in Moscow. I personally don't know him in person, yeah? I might screw up his name. You'll help me out with this. Pedja, his name is, yeah? Pedja. Uh-huh. Yeah. And he texted him about, like, he listened to this episode and he praised it. He was like, man, you're doing a great job, guys. Continue. I was like, wow. I never imagined that, like, uh, like he or, like, Sean Wickens would listen to that. Like, comedians would listen to that from abroad and be like, yeah, that's a good show. Keep it up. And, yeah. And here comes the first big problem i can i think that we can touch upon the subject because a lot of people are like you've mentioned it yeah there were so many attempts at uh, uh, starting a podcast in english about comedy here in moscow but what was the problem why did it never start it two things and all of those things i can attribute to me as well 
because right now I don't have episodes on a regular basis. You know, I post them like every two weeks or every three weeks. Why? First of all, procrastination. I pro- I, I'm trying to fight it, you know, really. I'm, I'm a lazy ass. Uh, I try to. But second of all, it's my personal life. You know, I have a one-year-old daughter and it takes a lot of time and a lot of work as well. And thirdly, that's why I think that a lot of people just drop it. Consistency. Mm-hmm. You have to be consistent. My best month, if you check the downloads, yeah, was November of last year when I was consistent with mm-hmm. uploading my episodes. That people know every Saturday or weekend, you know, I usually say weekend because there can be some circumstances. Like every weekend, there is a new episode dropping and they are ready for that and they're waiting for that. Some of them are. Yeah, That's what's called consistency. If you're disciplining yourself enough to upload consistently, then you will get those numbers up and more people will listen to that. I know that because I had that. And through that, I was able to get, I think, more or less dedicated base of listeners who listen to every episode still. No, 100%, because we also had our ups and downs and we started like January. We did it regularly more or less till, I think, April. Then we took a break. Then we came back to it. And now starting mid-July, I think we're doing it more or less regularly, uh, weekly episodes. And I see increase in interest, increase in uh, downloads and everything because, yeah, it's just the problem is, I agree, procrastination is personal life. It's a bunch of other stuff we also do. I mean, creative stuff. We, I'm first and foremost, a stand-up comedian. I'm not like a radio host. I'm not like a presenter. No, I'm a stand-up comedian. This takes a certain amount of energy, creative, like inspiration and so on. Then I also run the club. So I'm also like organization and admin and management and all this kind of stuff. And then, you know, it's a, let's say third or sometimes even fourth creative thing I'm doing. And sometimes I just, I'm too drained to, you know, be And you have a job. And I have have a day job job as well. Several. But, you know, if I'm talking about like day job, that's completely, you know, other segment of my life. And then if I talk like free time and hobbies, I already have a bunch of them. And the thing is, yeah, it's discipline and it's some kind of content. So the content needs to be there. It's not just anything like we just make an episode on which we'll be silent, but just to publish an episode. There has to be content. There has to be consistency. And then I also think it has to be just you have to, you know, you can like phone it in. You have to want to have that conversation, which I luckily with David, we have that kind of. I would say, how would you call that back and forth sparring kind of thing where sometimes our discussions and conversations and the the way we share opinions, it's really like boxing, you know, like he gets one in, I dodge, I I reply, respond and so on. Uh, So I would say that it's interesting for me to discuss comedy with him. When I did your podcast, again, I said like to me, it felt like 10 minutes but it was almost two hours, probably because I was just talking about myself. I love talking about myself, but we all do. So yeah, that's fine. So we and do that, this. And that's why we do this. Yes, because again, also what you have to be is in, is an egoistic piece of shit to make people listen to you for two hours. But that's who we are. Like we love we love your attention. And I think that after discussing all of this, so we touched upon technical uh, issues that people need to pay attention to when if they want to start the podcast. Yeah, we more or less touched on the structure of the podcast, the way you do it, the way I do it. Let's go a little bit deeper into that. So when you decide to sit down and record, what's the process? Do you plan? Do you not plan? Do you discuss it in advance? What points you're going to discuss? Or maybe you split it into segments in advance? Like how does it happen? Well, first of all, we have like a Google Doc of topics that we would be interested in talking about. Because I think, again, people can pick up if you're just like phoning it in and just like talking about something that you don't care about at all. So we make a list of topics we would want to discuss. Then when we structure the episode, the person that wanted to talk about this introduces the topic. And then we usually divide it, as I said, it's kind of my control freak uh, management persona that I wanted to be, let's say, 10 minutes about each point, And then we finish up 40 minutes. Perfect. Like that's kind of the structure I'm always going for. So we write down some, let's say, segments, some parts of, okay, if we talk about whatever, little red riding hood, that's our topic. So 10 minutes on 
setting up the atmosphere, how she had to go to her grandma with cookies and stuff, how the forest is dangerous. 10 minutes about the wolf finding his way to the grandma first. 10 minutes about her coming there, beating the bad wolf, resolving the issue. Like, you know, kind of create like a small, we don't write it out. We don't prepare some specific, you know, we don't go into details of like script writing and stuff like this, but we prepare some major talking points that we will go through, that we will run through during our, during this podcast. The original idea was that we would actually add in the, in the end, some trivia. We would ask each other some questions about comedy just to, just for fun. And we would also do recommendations of stuff we've seen recently, comedians we like, stuff like this. But since then, we also decided to do all these things as separate episodes, not to take time from the actual topic. So if the topic is fairy tales, we talk about Little Red Riding Hood. Then the next episode, we'll have recommendations. We'll recommend, if you haven't read this book, read it, fairy tale, fable, whatever it is, right? So this is, we kind of create some kind of layout of the structure, but I can't say it's super strict or something. We just try to cover the main points that we want to cover. Otherwise, we just don't know when to finish. If we just, you know, that's the, if we don't set, we talk through point one, point two, point three, we can just go on forever because it's, again, just a chat between two friends. Yeah. Okay. So that's the, that, that's about the structure. Do you go back and re-listen to the episodes that you do? Well, I do because I edit them and master them. So I listen to each episode, every episode that I cut down again to 40, 42 minutes, I probably listened, it was a 50, 60 minute episode and I listened to it, I don't know, 30 times. Because first of all, I listened to it just to see, was there anything, you know, like did someone hit the table there? Was there something? I remove those kind of unnecessary noises. Then I do some audio processing and mastering to remove the, the background noise, the echo or something like this, listen to it. Then I edit if there is some unnecessary, like because sometimes when we're recording a podcast, right? For example, right now we're having tea, but I don't want to interrupt this conversation to refill my cup. But sometimes when we're recording a podcast, we can actually, you know, be like, oh, do you want to grab some food before we continue and stuff like this? Uh, so if we have any other like unrelated conversation during the topic, I just cut that out obviously, mm -hmm. and stuff like this. So I listen to each of our episodes before it's even published like a bunch of times. David, as far as I know, like he, I publish it, he like turns it on, listens to it and he's like, that's it. That's, that's all for me. Mm -hmm. So like maximum one listen per episode while I have to suffer and listen to it like a hundred times. I go back and listen to it at least twice. Imagine like two hours to listen to it twice. First, just to see, you know, what we discussed, because sometimes I can forget, especially if it's like been a week or two, yeah, I go back and I listen to it that time. Then I will listen to it to uh, write down all the key points, because I also have to write the description for each mm -hmm. episode, you know, what we're discussing. It's two hours, yeah, what could they be discussing for two hours? That one, I do that, yeah, as well. As far as planning goes, it's different, because when I have a guest, like a comedian, for example, yeah, I always uh, go down the line, uh, the memory lane. Uh, I remember what the comedian, jo what the comedian's jokes are about. Mm -hmm. uh, like maybe that uh, the comedian, a comedian mentioned something to me in the past about his life and stuff like that. Yeah, and uh, I write down the tags. I don't write write down the questions. You know, it's like with the jokes, what mm -hmm. we do usually. Yeah, I just write down the tags. And uh, that's what I do with the comedians. Yeah. And sometimes it gets me some really good questions. Like, for example, Mamzi, yeah, a comedian from South Africa. I think I asked him like a very good question that I, I'm still proud of, you know, as him was like, so in comedy, there are basically people who perform under the real names and people who take pseudonyms, basically. Yeah? Mamzi. What is this? You know, is this your real name? Is this your not? And how uh, different uh, Mumsy on stage is from Mumsy in actual life? Yeah, that's like that small moment that I got just by remembering what we have discussed before. When we do it with Abed, it's usually, I think it's up to me 
to direct it into the objective part of that, yeah, and Abed just brings the subjective part of it. Because, you know, three minutes in, we introduced the topics that are like, you know, the, all these crannies, they're, you know, conquering the world right now. And 20 minutes about that, you know, stuff like that. I'll be honest with you, I have not listened to every episode of your podcast, but now the more you tell me about it, the more it seems like it's just you and Abed talking about grannies. Which, <laughs> like, you know... I just took out one particular example. Oh, okay, so it's the same, it's the same episode you keep referring to it's not like you don't have five different episodes where you talk no, about no 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 of course no, no. We, we usually discuss a lot of things like for example when we were talking about hosting the episode that they haven't published yet we at some point start discussing cyberbullying there depending on like how you communicate with people basically and we drove on this topic you know that you can get a lot of backlash uh, for saying stuff you know especially online and stuff like that Again, the parasite words, you know, stuff like that. I catch them. I have to get rid of them. Jesus Christ. That's the, that's also the pain of re-listening your own podcast for like 20, 30 times, because I'm, sometimes you're not aware of those words you're using. And then when I listen to myself and I listen to our podcast and while the brain is processing, you're kind of especially because now we have two of us speaking English and neither of us are actually native speakers of English. So we're both, let's say, struggling with a foreign language, even though we're both fluent speakers, you're an English teacher and so on, but it still is a foreign language. We don't have that fluency that, for example, David has, right? Yeah. So he can speak without thinking at all because it's just the way he speaks. It's just the first idea that he has. So sometimes when I'm like, the brain is like buffering, there is this like loading sign, you know, I also have those like, and so on, and things like this. That what I'm we call them in Russian, at least in Russian language, we call them parasite words. Yeah, that you need to get rid of. Yeah, sounds sounds like a parasite to me. Yeah, exactly. So that being said, there are some other technical moments here yeah, that I think that people who are thinking of starting a podcast should know mm -hmm. about. Uh, for example, the podcast platforms. Yeah, that mm -hmm. uh, we're using. There is a big difference between podcast platform and the podcast hosting website because the podcast platforms are apple music itunes yeah mm -hmm. apple podcasts yeah. i think they have so like yandex podcasts amazon and so on and so forth what we use we use uh, the hosting websites basically what hosting websites do you let's say you register there yeah and you get like a link rss link and uh, it gives you the access to basically distribute your podcast on all the available podcast platforms. Like there are, you know, <laughs> I, I even have it on iHearts or something like that, whatever that platform is. I get some downloads from from that platform as well. God knows what it is. No idea what it is, but uh, I, I've recently found out, not found out, but let's say remembered that when I just set up the podcast and we're not integrated there uh, because our platform that we use, which what you're explaining is basically, yeah, on uh, there is a platform that acts as a server where yeah. you upload all your episodes and then all those podcasting, um, how would you call them, apps and whatever services, they pull your yeah, it's like an, it's like a network. It's basically like a network. You upload your episode to, on the hosting website and then it distributes to yeah, every so platform it, which you registered. Yeah, mm, but on, on uh, I don't know how, because we use a different hosts, right? So what we use uh, on the Comedy Kiosk is Podbean and there are some ready integrations that you can already do from their website. And then of course you can, if you want to add copy, manually copy this RSS link and add it to other podcasting services, uh, you can do, do that as well. So I did that when we just launched, I did that with Yandex Music, which is a Russian music platform response to like Spotify and that kind of services, right? And uh, I did that, I set it up, never looked at it again until maybe a week ago or something. And I saw that we have, first of all, like followers. So people who are subscribed mm -hmm. to our podcast mm -hmm. and also like a number of hits actually listens per week. And I was like, and that doesn't go into our statistic. Yeah. It's not, we're not integrating it with, with, uh, on, on the, actually maybe it does. I'm not sure how the RSS works. Does it work? Uh, it it identifies the, uh, source, uh, the source as unknown. Oh, I so think. it works then. Yeah. So it we, works. Yeah. So we see it in statistics the, that, that we have people who listen to us, uh, from the platform, but I had no idea that we have followers, like people who actually 
on you know, mm-hmm. this music, subscribe to continuously receive our new episodes and notifications, which was quite surprising for me since our podcast is like not that, I would say, Russian-oriented, even though we talk about like the scene in Moscow, in Russia, and all this kind of stuff, living here, uh, etc. But I think it's a very kind of niche platform. But then I heard an English podcast on MTS music, which is even more niche than the Athenic music. Jesus yeah, music. Christ. I yeah. thought like, oh, we're missing an opportunity. That's where we should be on MTS music podcast. Yeah, exactly. So I also registered on Kontakte because they have their own podcast project. Like, yeah. So you mentioned that you're, you use Podbean. Podbean that yeah. I use Buzzsprout. And uh, you were actually deciding, like back yeah, in the, yeah. back when you started, you know, you're like Buzzsprout or Podbin. You went with Podbin. I think it's a, a better decision. So basically, the difference uh, here's the difference. I think that Podbin is cheaper a little bit than Buzzsprout, like not by much. Like it's like a yeah, dollar or two. Th- there, there was a difference, but it wasn't like Drastic. the price difference. Yeah. Like, you know, oh my god, it costs like ten thousand dollars more. Plus Buzz, uh, plus Podbean. I understand that now, yeah? It looks prettier, you know? It just looks prettier. Buzzsprout is more of an old-school podcasting mm-hmm. host, uh, hosting website. As I understand, it was one of the first ones, and it's still one of the best. Like, if you take a look at the list of top five or top ten best uh, hosting websites for podcasts, uh, Buzzsprout will always be number one or number two. And it functions. Uh, I have to say that it functions properly. No, I've never had any problems there uh, on Best Proud. But the statistics, uh, the way it's gathered, you know, it's the same. It's basically the same. Yeah, there is no difference there. When I was looking at options and stuff, and there were some, you know, most of uh, podcasters and bloggers who talk about this and stuff would be like, choose one of these two, and then if you don't want to, then there is like 10 more shittier options you can look into. So it was like kind of Podbean, Buzzsprout, that's the main options. And yours was already running when we were uploading ours and choosing which uh, subscription to get and stuff. So I consulted with you as well. And, but then I actually, we started, I think we started the trial period on both. So you can upload the first episode up to an hour and you get it, you like, yeah, and yeah. it gets deleted after 30 days or something like this. So I uploaded on both and then I went on the kind of dashboard and control panel and to see like what are the options. And I just honestly just visually liked and kind of the user experience, user interface more of Podbean and uh, decided to stick with Podbean. That was that was the reasoning, but both I think are equally good quality services that do their job, basically providing you a server, a host for uploading your podcast and gathering statistics on the. And plus, there is one more advantage because they both have a function of transferring your hosting basically from one hosting website to the other. So if I get tired of Buzzsprout, I can transfer all of my data from Buzzsprout onto Podbin and vice versa. This, so they this have I this function. Know. I didn't know. I, I, I was digging into the uh, functions that these websites have. Yeah, that there is such a function, which is actually pretty cozy and convenient, you know, especially if you decide to switch the platforms for whatever reason. Yeah, I wish that, I wish things worked like that in real life, you know. I decided to change a girlfriend, but I get to take all the you know everything we've achieved together you know all the happy memories all the experiences all the stuff but it just like applied to a new person yeah they just, it just, she, she will just look prettier you know the user interface will be prettier how dare you <laughs> assume that there could be a prettier girlfriend than a girl uh, than the girlfriend hey my wife is the most beautiful woman in the world for me so i agree <laughs> <laughs> exactly yes so yeah so i guess that this is everything in my head that uh, we can tell um, uh, you guys about uh, all the behind the scenes uh, you know things that we do with the uh, podcast how to upload how to record it uh, the, you know the motivation that you need to have i would i would share one final thing and this is partially why i wanted to do this topic and how i came this idea is networking because I think, and I've seen this in different podcasts and stuff, like basically cross promotion and uh, crossover episodes and things like this. You appear on one media, then it refers the current traffic users to that other media and vice versa, etc. So the comedy kiosk listeners 
Don't forget, before the Punchline Comedy Podcast with Kirill Voronin on... Buzzsprout, but basically Buzzsprout like or... every, everywhere on every single podcast platform available. And the same goes for the before the Punchline Comedy Podcast listeners. Guys, check out the Comedy Kiosk. You might find different insight and a different perspective on uh, the comedy in general, not only in Moscow. And uh, I guess that about wraps it up. Thanks, guys, for listening. Hopefully, not hopefully, I'm pretty sure that we're going to do uh, something like that again. Because I have an idea of, you know, like gathering in the club and like bringing the podcast deck, the proper microphones and actually recording it at a better quality. But we'll see what happens. So the sequel... Yeah, the crossover the sequel. sequel. Yeah, with David this time around, David. you know. <laughs> All right, thank you guys for listening. Stay safe. Thanks uh, for subscribing. And uh, if you could rate uh, both podcasts on different platforms, we would really appreciate that. That would show us that we are doing something right in this world and with our podcast specifically. Thank you for listening. I've been Igor Monday together with Kirill Voronin. Take care, guys, and ciao. Goodbye.